Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we will be doing Shadowcat, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. Am I uh, next? What, what just happened? <laughs> I, I, think, I think that we lost Brad for a second. What? I do think we lost Brad. Can you not hear me? Yeah, we lost you there, Brad. Nope, we, we did not now. hear you. <laughs> oh, I'm Brad. I said it. I'm branded. <laughs> you know what's what's really bad is he's the one who's recording, so it probably will show up on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll make me it'll make crazy. me and Fred look weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Well, uh, unfortunately, Stephen can't be here today because of a prior conflict. But uh, we will soldier on without him. We will get his take next week. Uh, but until then, how are you doing, Brad? Uh, fine. That's 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 good. How was your How was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Sure, it was good. Yeah, this is we are recording the weekend after American Thanksgiving, so we all are stuffed full of turkey right now. Uh, hey, Brandon, how are you doing? Doing good. How was your Thanksgiving? That's- I didn't have to work, so I can't complain too much. Yeah, that's that's a big positive. <laughs> we take those when we can get them. Yeah. Well, I uh, uh, my Thanksgiving was very very nice as well. Uh, myself and she who tolerates living with me uh, managed to get a new member of our family. We have a kitten. We got a new kitten. Uh, her name is Mishka. And she is a tiny, tiny ragdoll kitten, and she is adorable. And that is what we have been spending all of our free time doing, just hanging out with this new kitten. So what does this put your animal count at? Uh, This is our 10th animal living in our house. <laughs> oh boy, I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but that is true. <laughs> Most yeah. of them... Are rats, right? Are rats, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. We have eight rats and now we have two cats. Pretty soon you'll have less and rats. I... No. <laughs> the the cats and the rats do not interact at all. We keep them separated. For everyone's safety. But yeah, it's uh we we own a menagerie. As it turns out. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, some news and announcements. First off, uh, uh, I'd like to announce the uh, that North Coast Games will have a tournament coming up on December 2nd. That's North Coast Games near Cleveland. I don't think it's actually in Cleveland. I think it's in one of the suburbs. Uh, but... If you're in that area, head on over to North Coast Games on the second and get a game in. It'll ha- it'll be fun. Uh, and are there any other tournaments that we're gonna announce? I don't um, think so. I don't know. There's probably gonna be something on December 16th in Charleston that may or may not be an MCP tournament. So probably. Oh, it may not be. We may do something different. I don't know. I'll see what okay. people want to do. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll there will be something going on on December the 16th in South Charleston, West Virginia. 
if you're in the area, come on down to do something. <laughs> It'll be fun, whatever we do. Uh, but other than that, there, I think that that's it for our <coughs> tournament announcements. Uh, as I understand it, there has been yet another update to the timelines document for MCP. Is that correct, Brad? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a big one. Uh, so they okay. added Cassandra Nova back to Sentinels. Yeah, corrected that clear mistake. Yeah. And then they listed what crisis cards are legal. Because there's a lot of confusion. Because they did not have any listed. Oh, so like it's not all of them? So they didn't have any listed. So the question was whether uh, we couldn't play any crisis cards, which was clearly wrong, or if we could play all of them, including uh, herbs and panic. Oh, boy, you're right. I didn't even think about that. So, there are some that you can't play. But there was no guidance in the document. So they added a list. Like like the other things, they just added a list of ones you're allowed to play. So, Fred, you ready for the ones you're allowed to play? Yes. It's all the ones that are legal anyway in other, every other format. The ones that come in the pack. Right. It's the ones yeah. It's the ones that, if you were going to think about it, are the ones that would be legal. Right. Now, they don't want to do the ones that don't function. They don't want to do... And they don't want to limit the ones that you have access to because well, they some can. to be fair, herb, herbs is really fun if you take out all the shenanigans. Herbs is a fun crisis. Which I mean, you're right; probably, it is a fun crisis. But they probably did take out all the shenanigans, but you still can't play it. So yeah. here's the thing: you have three lists where you have to take three of each crisis card, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they all have to be different. And they all have to be different. Oh, no. Really? Yes. So do you know how many extracts there are? Are there are there nine? Are there less than nine? No, there's ten. There are ten ten. of them. Uh, Okay. So you get to pick one extract not to take. There are 12 (laughs) secures. So there's three you don't have to take. But okay. uh, cool. so I can just not take spider infected and I could just not take uh, hammers. Sure. Anyway, uh, I had not thought about that wrinkle uh, of this format. That's definitely interesting, at least. That you it actually to... I, I think it is interesting. Yeah. You, have, you to have to think through to your roster. Yeah. You have to be able to play 9 out of 10 and 9 out of 12 secures. Yeah. Which is probably just good for being a better player, right? Yeah, getting which practice is, on every secure shape and every... Which is yeah. their goal for this format, is to show that you're a good MCP player. Not a good... And there are some affiliate, And there are some affiliations that are... Yeah, there are some affiliations too that are just way better at like all. I 
that's one thing I've realized playing Asgard. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure how great they are, but, like, they're really good on, like, all of the secures and all the extracts. Like, they have play on all of them just with, like, their base selection of characters. Like, they, the just the way that they play is is good like, at, secu- at, at scenario play. Yeah, like, they can, well, they can play a really fighty game, and they can also play, like, they're really good on pay-to-flips. They're, like... Probably the worst secure I can think of for them is probably like superpower scoundrels because they're a little hard to go wide. But yeah, because like, you have to have a dude, five pointer who leads you. About? I think I missed that part. As- uh, Asgard. Asgard, which is not available, right? Are they not available? I don't think you can play Asgard in timelines. Wait, really? Yeah, I want you to know that this format only gets worse and worse for me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's only Earth-based teams. Huh. Specifically. I'm going to This is... Here. Not playing as... Asgard isn't like an S-tier faction. It's not about... No, yeah, they're... they're no, barely a beat. No, I, Asgard. Yeah, I'm I'm super I'm still super out on timeline. This is dumb. <laughs> it is. It's a terrible format. Nobody's gonna play, and they're gonna have to abandon it. Which yeah, like this only gets worse and worse. The more I try to get into it, the faster I get out of it. Yeah. So just for a complete list, I I think that... you can play A Force, Avengers, Brotherhood, Cabal. Criminal Syndicate, but only Claw and Modoc. Defenders, only Daredevil. Hydra, Sentinels, Shield, Spider Foes. Uncanny X Men, Wakanda, Web Warriors, Winter Guard, X Force. That's it. Those are all the affiliations you're allowed to play. Oh my god, and even Brotherhood, you lose like half your models. No, you yeah. don't. Who do you lose? Uh, well, I turned it on and lost four models on my list, so hold on. Uh, you lose Emma, Rogue, Sabretooth, Apex Predator. You do lose those three. I mean, I guess you still just play Magneto Juggernaut. Well, yeah. Just, what about What's-Her-Face? Oh, you don't get Scarlet Witch. You lose Scarlet Witch? Yeah, you don't get Jesus Christ. Um, You have enough. Here's a question. I guess I could play Shadow King. Yeah. What's your question? As like the other five. Yeah, so uh, if they were to have a quote unquote timelines, but without the same restrictions, like just. A three roster tournament that you have to plan out, uh, kind of in the same way, but no restrictions. Do you think it would get more play? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Like I, I, I kind of like the idea of having a restricted build list and and maybe like being able to choose which roster you play on yeah. uh, in each phase of the tournament. But you have to play, but, uh, but you have to play all your rosters. Like, if it's right. three rounds, you have to play them all once. If it's six rounds, you have to play them all twice. 
Yeah. I would actively love to play a tournament where I can just play like a different list every round. I, I don't like my biggest thing is the restriction. I don't like that I'm massively limited on what models I can play. Yeah, so I, I feel like and it's what not we're like they've eliminated is... a couple. They've eliminated a ton. Yeah, it's a ton. I feel like what we're saying is we there's a there is a gaming system here in the timelines that would be fun if they would just take their hand off the wheel a little bit. I think they're just trying to force people to play what they want people to play. <laughs> uh, which long time. How viewers, many models does it actively eliminate? Uh, I don't know. Do we know? I know that it. I think it was something like seventy six is in the in the uh, roster yeah. in the game or, which or available it's about half right yeah it's about half uh it just hurts longtime listeners will realize that fred just said basically what i said what two weeks ago when i was like there's some interesting stuff here but the limitations are going to be no one's going to play it yeah we don't have anyone who listens to this show you do well, true. <laughs> and How I agree with you, Brad. Th this is me agreeing with you. How playable is A Force in this? They've got a pretty. You can short play She Hulk. It's she -Hulk. Oh my god, there's eight models. Yeah, She Hulk, Black Cat, New Captain Marvel, Domino, Okoye, Shuri, Spider Woman, The New Black Cat. Oh, and The Black Widow. Yeah, new black one. Oh so. my god, that's so awful. And none of them have fl wait. Does Captain Marvel have flight? Yes, yeah, someone has flight. Yeah, Captain Marvel has flight. Is that the only model yeah. with flight? I mean, I guess that's. The... Can you even play that card though? I guess. That's... I think it's in there, but it it's it's legal in standard play. That doesn't mean it's legal. So I'm in assuming, timelines. like first class is not legal in timelines. Uh, just to clarify, which card are you referring to for uh, A Force? Special delivery. Yeah, special delivery. Yeah, just for the listeners out there. Mm -hmm. And Fred. And Fred. Well, I, yeah. I, I did know what he was talking about, but I wanted to. Did you know the name of it? Though? No, I did not know the name of it. I didn't know the name. <laughs> uh, special delivery is not on the list unless something's it wrong is. with no. This it's legal. Okay, no, something is working. Okay, something has happened. I will tell you about it. I don't know if you want me to discuss it on here. It's a fix that you're working on, but I don't have any person in my list, so it eliminated everything besides just the normal tactics cards. Oh, okay, good. Um, it's okay. Huh. Okay, well... Uh... So... And I added She-Hulk, and all of the Shield and A-Force and Avengers cards are showing up. That's good. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Okay. Special delivery is when an A-Force character with flight begins a move action within two of an allied She-Hulk. During its activation, they may spend one power each to play this card before moving the miniature. When the active character ends the move, place She-Hulk within one of it. She-Hulk may immediately perform one of her attacks that has a power cost listed of zero. It is one of the best tactics cards in the game. And it's, it's amazing. to uh, A-Force, which is an affiliation that I'm actively... I've actively said for a while now that is massively and criminally underplayed. 
And She-Hulk is one of the big bruisers who still exists in uh, yeah, time, uh, timelines. The only one. Yeah, she's the only one. And fun fact, she never got updated, but it's still really, really good. Yeah. She's always just been great. Yeah. Like, the the only flaw on her is that she's on a medium base instead of a large base. Yeah. Like, that's it. And that's not a flaw. Like, it's that's just simply not a flaw. Like, it just happens to be... That's just... Like, if you could pick something that's negative about her, it's the fact that she's on a medium base instead of a large base. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, uh, so... Do we have anything else to talk about when it comes to timelines? I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. Uh, it, let's move on uh, to games that we've played recently. So I know for a fact that Brandon has played several games recently. And yeah. I also think that Brad has. I'm, not, I'm, less, I'm less certain. But uh, I think that yeah, he has. Yeah, I played... Did I play two games? Yeah, I think I did. Do you did. play a game of... Do you play two or three? I play... I think I played two. One with you and one with Borka. Three? Okay. I played five. Um. Oh my goodness. Y'all y'all are getting the reps. I, I played none because I'm dropping the ball. Because you actively dodged me. I did actively dodge you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so... Uh, Brandon, tell us about some of your games that you have played recently. Um, I've most of the games I played actually were with Asgard. Um, I've played played four of those five were with Asgard. Um, we played two games against Guardians of the Galaxy, one two games against Avengers, and one game against X Men. Right now, four. That's too many games. One against Avengers, one against X Men, two against Guardian, and then I played uh, Defenders against um, Avengers. We played New Cap. Um, I can make it kind of quick. The first Asgard game, honestly, I don't remember much about it. I want to say I know what I played roughly, and it ended up in a table. Um, Actually, both of the games against Guardians of the Galaxy ended up in me tabling the opponent. Um, Boy. The first one, um, he actively wanted to play Agent Venom, so he played a point down. Um, That did not end well. Play Um, a point down. Do not play a point down. (laughs) He's listening too much to the podcast and Brad. uh, The problem is his point (laughs) down went from Angela to Agent Venom. No, don't uh, do that. Which is a big downgrade. That's a big downgrade. <laughs> in a very brawly scenario, it was... I, I think it was Gamma and Hammers. I think he played 14 on a 15-point scenario, and I played um, Thor, Scourge. I played Thor, Scourge, Valkyrie, and Beta Ray Bill. And then he played... he. He played the he played Nebula, Rocket, Groot, Star Lord, Agent Venom. So he playing a point down did not help him at all. Um, he also was setting himself up for a really good turn, 
but didn't realize that I was going to have priority. And then I got to do Thor's area attack into all four of his models with holding two hammers. Oh, Um, no. So it was like nine dice area attack into all four of his models, and it just became a sweep. Especially because, fun fact, in that matchup, uh, Groot and Agent Venom do not roll well against energy. Um, so it was just kind of, it was just bad. Made some mistakes, learned from it, moved on. Um, the, I played against Captain America's, the new Captain America Avengers. Um, we played, was this Borka? (laughs) This was Borka. Yeah, we played, um, trying to remember what the, it wasn't. It was the one know. that's offset. Uh, it, it, I think it's Alien Ship. I think that's what we played for his was Alien. Um, trying to remember. Oh, is Deadly that... Me- Deadly Meteors? Yes, so Deadly, Deadly Meteors. Meteors. Okay. That was mine. Yeah, so it was Deadly Meteors and. Ooh, I'm trying to remember. Cubes, maybe. No, I think it was Hammers. It, it, this was the game that I. Uh, I was watching the game you did watch. So if it, it, yeah. it, it might've been hammers, I have a real big problem now that playing the, um, playing the cards that are the tokens that don't tell me what they are. I forget almost instantly what I'm playing. Yeah. And, uh, that's problematic for me. Same, same, absolutely the same. <laughs> um, so that, um, he won that game pretty good. He up and down, Beta Ray Bill, he dazed her. He dazed Beta Ray Bill on turn one and killed him on turn two with Scarlet Witch. Um, and the game just continued in that manner for him. Um, he won on points. The second yeah. game, good. The the dice were nuts. Like I I watched it happen. His first attack into Beta Ray Bill did what was it? Seven or eight hits. He had eight successes. Yeah. yeah. And then he did it again with one attack at the top of the next round. Yeah, he was averaging like eight some eight plus six successes with uh, Scarlet Witch specifically. Now Scarlet um, Witch counts skulls, so that happens. yeah, there's not there's yeah, there's little things she wasn't counting. Captain America's leadership being able to oh, change yeah. one of the the choices also helped. It wasn't like it was just straight dumb luck. It was just you know some dice manipulation as well. Um, the other side of the board did not go bad for me. Um, but then it just kind of got left where it was just like Thor and Angela trying to survive against everybody else that he had. Yeah. Um, and that didn't work out. The second game I played was against Brad, which I will let Brad talk about. Cause I think it's one of the only games he has to talk about. Um, we ran back, um, me and Borka played another game. I played defenders this time because I was coming off of, um, not a great streak with Asgard, and I needed to get my my love. I needed to get some love back into the world. Uh, <laughs> feel a little bit better about myself. So we played Defenders. We played Gamma Hammers Ugh. at fif- at fifteen. Uh, there was a lot of hammers played that night, um, but we played Gamma Hammers at fifteen. I played Hulk, Ghost Rider, Daredevil. He played Immortal Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man. Um, Hulk one still beats Hulk two. Um, I threw Hulk, I threw Immortal Hulk into Iron Man three times and killed him. Never attacked him, just kept throwing Immortal Hulk into him. I killed Immortal Hulk and 
Captain. I don't know if I ever killed Captain America if we just kind of moved on. Man, was... you killed Immortal Hulk. I've I mean, killed I Immortal Hulk ever. I've killed Immortal Hulk every time he's been on the table. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of it has been Ghost Rider, and I'd like to try. To, I I have dazed him multiple times with Ghost Rider taking his power away. Right, that's the thing. Ghost Rider uh, yeah. is real good into Immortal Hulk. Yeah, he has not healed a ton. Um, from my, I think he in this game I do think he healed like eight. Um, the problem is Hulk then being able to hit him twice is just is still better for Hulk. Um, yeah. So you just gotta punch him twice. Uh, the last game was Asgard's versus um, Guardians. Um, this was a, a particularly learning game for. We played Game of Hammers, um, because Stop apparently, it. yeah, I just apparently that's to be fair. And like mine wasn't Gamma, mine was Hammers. Like I, I don't have Gamma in my Asgard list, like at all. <laughs> I have, I have three pay to flips. Like it's just I have Hammers in my extracts. It is mostly for the point value at 18. Like, they play really well at 18. And it just happened to be that that's what we flipped over every time. I really wanted to play Paranoia uh, to a point of I almost just simply selected Paranoia because I want to play that scenario more. I don't feel like I've played it enough, and I want to play it more, and I will probably actively attempt to play it more going forward just because I want to play it more. Yeah. Um, so we played Game of Hammers. Um, this was a... I played Noah. This was a really big learning game for Noah. He ended up getting tabled. Um, he played a Hulk. So we played... I think we played 18. Because he played... Star-Lord... No, he might have played 15. Hold on. Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot. Which is... 8. And then Hulk. 14... He didn't play Nebula. Maybe, yeah, maybe he did play Nebula. No, he didn't play Nebula. He played Beta Ray Bill. So 18. So we played 18. Um, we talked about it um, and discussed how that game should play out on his side of the board. Um, he ended up moving Hulk over to the side to get a, try to get a hammer. The side hammer, he picked up the back hammer, tried to go get the side hammer. Um, and kind of kept Hulk out of the fight for almost three rounds, um, which then allowed me to kind of just pick everybody else apart. And then by the time Hulk was really in the fight, um, Thor and Beta Ray Bill are really good against Hulk because uh, they both can throw size four characters. So uh, most of that game, uh, we talked about it. We discussed that on Game and Hammers, he he'll almost always have activation control, and he should put Hulk right up the middle, grab the back hammer with Rocket, and just shoot shots in, which he had kind of thought about, but didn't know if that would be the best use of the hammer. Um, and anyone who's played against Guardians of the Galaxy knows that Rocket with a hammer is the most miserable experience you can play against. Yeah. Because you can't it. fucking do anything to him. Yeah. Uh, and so I, was like, I kind of told him, I was like, you kind of want to set up to where Rocket has range 5 on the back point with Groot able to heal both Hulk and Rocket, or bodyguard for Rocket and heal Hulk as needed, and your other flanks are Star-Lord and Beta Ray Bill. Um, so I think going forward, that's because that's something, he plays Gamma and Hammers, so I think that's something he has to be very aware of, and I think he learned a lot from it. 
Um, however, I did get to play Brothers in Arms. Um, it did go off. I did get to add my three dice to all my energy attacks. I did get to do an area attack with Thor, um, holding two hammers, throwing 12 dice, got a thunder area two attack into multiple characters. That is how I killed Hulk, actually. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is how Hulk died, so. I mean, that'll do it. Yeah, and that's how... Well, Groot also died by that, but Groot... Groot had a bad showing just uh, because I got to throw Hulk into him a couple times. But, yeah, yeah realizing uh, Thor and Vader and Bill can throw size 4 characters and then Angela can throw size 4 terrain... Uh, really good for throwing i always forget how many throws asgard actually has so um all in all it was a really fun time uh noah learned a lot in the games we played uh which is good for him because he's you know still still learning the game uh, i felt bad because i felt like he left kind of defeated so i had to send him a little pep talk uh, message uh, because he did there was a point early in that game where i actually had to like kind of you know put my foot on the gas because it would have got really ugly if i was really nonchalant uh my games against borka were great it's always good to play borka my game against brad that was really good as far as i remember besides beta ray bill just did absolutely nothing actually the entire day just got <laughs> he actually got he got up and down against um borka and then he didn't do anything in my game against brad and he didn't do really anything he was alive to play brothers in arms that's about all he did in my game against noah so uh, that is a synopsis of all the games that i've played this past week i think that with beta ray bill everyone knows how good he is so they focus on him yeah he's he's definitely targeted it was like the blade effect for a while is when you realize that midnight suns just didn't operate without blade so you just yeah. took him out really fast uh, it felt really similar to that it feels really similar to that. I played Hella. Oh, I didn't say who I played in my game against Noah. I played Hella, Thor, Battery, Bill, and Angela. How did Hella do? Uh, she died. Yeah. Real fast. <laughs> okay. Um, it wasn't her fault. Um, his Battery Bill was not awful. I wasn't able to get, like, and I wasn't able to get, like, Souls tokens. Um, the last time I played her, she did really well. Um, but, like, I wasn't able to get the Souls tokens. Like, she has a good attack suite. I just wasn't able. I Beta Ray Bill just... So, I moved Beta Ray Bill up. I moved her up to take the hammer on the right side. Uh, Beta Ray Bill came up and got an attack in. And then Hulk... He That's when he jumped Hulk over and moved him and then attacked her. So, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, she yeah. died. <laughs> yeah, she just died. And then I never got... There was never a scenario. Like, I could have activated her first, but there was no real benefit in it. Um, and then she, and then he just decided to take her out. So she ended up dying. Yeah. Okay. But the trade-off was I did the same thing to Star-Lord on the other side with Angela. Oh. <laughs> so I lost Hela, but he lost Star-Lord almost simultaneously. And that's a trade. Even though there's a point difference, that's almost a trade I would take every time. I agree. Yeah. Getting rid of those damn winging it tokens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, uh, do you lose them immediately if he's KO'd? Like even in the middle of the round, do you lose you them? You lose, lose them immediately, them, right? But you can't spend them. 
you can't spin them yet. They they just sit on them, right? Okay. Yeah. We played that correctly, and that's the way he played it. He assumed, and it was. I felt I was proud, but I also wanted to make sure that that was correct. Yeah. They actually okay. never well, uh, leave Brad. those characters. Nope. They just sit there forever. Yeah. Because the I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him that because he would enjoy that. The leadership <laughs> tells you when to take them off, and the leadership's not around anymore. Oh, so yeah, they're cool. They are really cool tokens. They're pretty cool. All right, I played Brandon. Uh, we played Mutant Madmen and Cubes. Um, Nightcrawler grabbed the middle cube and teleported backwards. And then on my right flank, it was X-23 and Honey Badger versus... Uh, Beta Ray Bill and Thor. Uh, that went better than that sounds like it should have gone. Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah, it's, as bad as that should have went, it did not. Nightcrawler ended up over on that side too, but he didn't really get to do anything because X23 and Hunting Badger did all the work. And then on my left flank, he had Angela and Pyro against uh, Wolverine and. Uh, Cyclops. Big Daddy C. Yeah. And that went extraordinarily well. Um, Angela did fine. Angela was, did okay. <laughs> I still dazed. In the, in the rest of this, she, uh, compared to everybody else on my side this game, she did fine. Uh, Thor did okay. Beta Ray build. I did. I was experimenting with Beta Ray build. Did not do a damn thing. I was experimenting with Pyro in the first two games I played, um, and I just don't think it's probably just not worth it. I really wanted to see if I could just give out incinerates and just do, but I just it's probably better as Valkyrie or Scourge, ninety eight percent of the time. Definitely in this game. So one thing I thought was great was Brandon double moved Beta Ray Bill up to my cube and uh uh mutant madman thing trap that's what they're called they're called traps and he took the cube and flipped the trap on my side of the board and if he had someone like valkyrie on the other side he could have done that with angela as well and that would have put yeah. me in a pretty tough spot yeah it would have been a much better play. He would have had it would have definitely four cubes. He would have had all four traps at one point, and I would have had to be rolling two successes to steal them. Well, on the Cyclops side, I might have been able to get it pretty free, but if I just Cyclops wild, being able to roll, he rolls. Yeah, he just has to roll wild. That's push you off but it yeah, would that... have been real tough to come back from that kind of a lead but he had pyro so he couldn't quite do all that yeah pyro is probably he's probably getting the the old axe unfortunately but it was worth testing that's the point of playing game nights is you know testing stuff out uh, and getting punched in the, and making sure beta ray bill is his name he's a beta he... <laughs> The uh, 
the game was really close and you were ahead until the last turn right and then I scored like six points in one. Is that how that went? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I just couldn't get Thor uh Thor couldn't close Nightcrawler can Nightcrawler being able to run away uh was yeah. I think he had three cubes and just kinda ran away. Yeah. Which was really, really good. I had a chance, I think I had what one attack into him that I needed to do like two damage and just I know. I don't even think you got to attack him. I I couldn't remember. I didn't think I did. I, I, I think I tried to. I think that was like the yeah. goal. You you. I think the, I had needed. You went that way, and then you could not get to him. Yeah. So you attacked the X-Wing. the beauty. Yeah. Turn around and try to do some, and I don't think I did any damage to her. So. Uh, and then it was a fun game. I played Borka, and we were on Gamma Scrolls, and uh, he had new Captain America, Captain Marvel, new Iron Man, Killmonger, Wolverine. You guys played 20, right? Uh, whatever that added up to. You guys, both of you played five fours. That's right, we did. Uh, I had Cyclops, Wolverine, uh, Psylocke, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Um, the game was going pretty well for me. I dazed Captain America turn one, but then you can't kill him. Uh, you can't no, at all. No, you just can't kill him. He doesn't. I had Psylocke thinking he still had the weakness to Mystic. Um, he does not. He does not. So you just can't yeah. kill him. Uh, but it was going well for me until Captain America took out Psylocke and Colossus in an activation from almost full health both and that turned the game around and i lost oh well yeah yeah i know I mean, it, it was a big, big turn in that one the i think this i think borka did a really good job of showcasing the new earth's mightiest heroes uh models i think uh, I think New Captain America is really good. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot that I I think like Brad. We just didn't assume was on his card, or assumed that he had a weakness to Mystic and yeah, uh, he, he just does not stuff like yeah. that. Uh, he just he's doesn't real die. Good. He like got, he doesn't a, die. <laughs> he got a ton of re rolls from New Iron Man. Uh, yep, and it is is really good. I didn't get to experience new out. Iron Man very well because he just died in the, the game that I played. Yeah, well, he did not die in my game. I don't even think I ever got to attack him. He was on his back gamma, yeah. and the fight was on the middle and on my gamma, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not where you want that fight no, to be. No, I do not want that fight there. Uh, well, uh, it was a good game. I lost. For those listening, we don't just always play Gamma, even though it seemed, even though Gamma was played a lot. Uh, well, I think Borka, it had to have been in Borka's list, because there's no way it was in mine. Uh, 
and we just yeah, it was in it his. I was in all aboard because it did not get pulled from me. I don't have it in Asgard. Uh, Maybe he was just playing three copies of Gamma. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we were playing Scrolls, <laughs> and he kept forgetting that it wasn't Hammers. And he yeah. kept trying to roll extra dice. I'm telling you, the tokens, man, those tokens, the the universal tokens, are they mess me up. They mess, I feel like they mess a lot of people up. I know they messed Fred up a lot when he was just spectating, but they messed me up a lot, a lot playing. Uh, I kept free. I've kept forgetting they were hammers and just wasn't rolling extra dice. Yeah. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, you know, do better, be better. Well, uh, so that was the games that we have played recently. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we need to cover before we go to the person we're covering today? I think that's plenty. I don't think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, the person we are covering today is Shadow Cat, otherwise known as Catherine Kitty Pride. Uh, her defenses are three physical, three energy, and three mystic. Uh, she has five health on both her front and back side. She's threat three, size two, and movement speed long. And Brad, why don't you cover her attack suite? Sure. Her first attack is physical. It's called Phasing Strike. It is range 2, 4 dice, and it's free. Uh, you gain power equal to damage dealt. They don't get to count crits in their defense roll or add extra dice because of crits. And it has a wild place within one of itself. She places within one of herself. Uh, her next attack is uh, Energy. Get them Lockheed. It's range three, four dice. It is also free. It gains her power and has wild incinerate. And her last attack is physical. It's called intangible assault. It is range three, seven dice. It costs three. It has the same rule where they don't get to add crits to their defense roll and cannot roll additional dice for crits. And has wild place within, she places within two of herself. Okay, and uh, Brandon, why don't you finish out the card? Uh, for an active superpower, for two power, it's Phase Rush. You place this character within two of its current position. It can only be used once per turn. And then for a reactive superpower, can't touch this. Meow, 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 meow. Costs two power. When this character or an allied character within two is targeted by a physical or energy attack or would make a dodge roll, this character may use the superpower. This character adds two dice to the defense or dodge roll. If this character or an allied character is pushed or thrown by the special rules of the attack, after the effect is resolved, you may place the pushed or thrown character within one of itself. And then she has stealth. And that's that's what she does. That is her card. Uh, what I, I know that Brad has played this character. Yeah. Um what are okay. your thoughts here, Brad? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you first. Okay, I've got thoughts. First of all, uh, never thought that X Men would get a long mover. It's even better that <laughs> she's three points. She has stealth and can add dice. 
And all of that doesn't matter as much as not counting crits and not rolling extra dice on her crit attacks. That is so good. That cuts defenses I am... by more than a third. Ugh, okay. That's uh, She seems uh, so... Like it, it really buffs her attacks, and and her spender is seven dice, which is pretty dang solid for only three power. That's pretty good. If she had, if her builder was five dice, she'd probably be S tier. She'd have to be a four point model at that point. Yeah, if she had five dice the on thing. the. Yeah. Speaking of her being a four point model, no changes if she's a four point model. She's still okay. Yeah. The only difference, like, if she's a four-point model, the only thing you do is you add a health on the front side and give her, like, four mystic or four. Like, one of her defenses goes to four. Like, that's the only difference between her and, like, half of the four-point models, except for everything on her card is relevant. It is. Yeah. It's it's great. And, like, normally when you have a model that's, like that that wants to do everything on their card um they can't afford to do it she is pretty okay spending no power and then when she has power she just goes up to 11 well she can also turn one move attack in place yes if they're on the middle, she can't do that. Yeah, she can do it on any point. Because she's got a range three get them Lockheed, so that gives her the extra power to be able to place. True, true, true. I, I, did, I was thinking so of she, the phasing strike. But yes. Yeah, so she can move and long, get them Lockheed. Yeah, plus first class reimburses, right? Uh, no, it just makes it free. Yeah, so she can move up, interact. If she can't get there, she can then uh, get them Lockheed, get the extra power, place, and then interact. Yeah. So she can move, place, attack, and interact all in the first turn. Yeah. She uh, is uh, single-handedly the. She's single-handedly the first. The reason in my mind, she's the reason and solely why Storm got uh, knocked down a peg. Not Nightcrawler? No, yeah, I think it's a combination. I think these two models coming out... Yeah, these two models coming out are the reason that Storm got nerfed. And, like, I'll never be able to be convinced otherwise. Like, because that... Like, the timing was too much. Like, it was like, oh, Storm's nerfed. By the way, here is Shadowcat and Nightcrawler, which are why this is happening. (laughs) Because I don't think with the old Storm, you could beat that. Like, I don't know how you beat that roster. Especially with Can't Touch This being online on turn one every game. And being able to just buff all your... like, Like, you not only have cover from Storm, now you can add two dice and get people away from other people. It only places them if they get pushed or thrown. Yeah, I'm talking about the add dice. It adds oh, two dice oh, to the yeah, defense okay. roll. So you can pay two power. Now they're, you're just not killing things because now you have 
cover from Storm's leadership and two dice on all your defense yeah. rolls. Like, how do you? How are you killing anybody? Yeah, I mean, you're right. That, that is uh, models that, is that should be dying formation. are not dying. Yeah, yeah. This model, this model is absolutely. Her and Nightcrawler both are just really, yeah. really like they are 100 percent why we can't have old Storm in the world. And she... and someone's gonna pick up this game and play those models together and be like, "What is happening?" <laughs> Uh, she is also still good under Storm because she's yes. pretty good at scenario. And she's really good under Cyclops. She plays under both leaders very well. Oh, yeah. No, she's she's yeah, she's yeah still really good. Wild Incinerate's really good. Um, not being able to attack is really good. Um, having defensive attack is really good. Being able to play is really good. I mean, she does everything that she wants to be doing. Like the like the, I mean the five defense on each side or five health on each side is kind of rough, um, but I mean you can't yeah. have everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if she has a six on either side, this character's too good. Like too good. So I, it's really good. Most I think most of the threes in X Men are five and five, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I this I like the suite of attacks. This character is this character is way too, it's kind of this kind of reminds me of old Valkyrie where there's too much good on the card. Um, and for those that have been playing the game for a long time, remember when Valkyrie was just like the best model in the game. She was in every list. In the game. Yeah, you just played her in every list. Um, when you have a lot of stuff that does a lot of good things, um, fun fact, it usually is good. <laughs> And she has a uh, pet dragon, so, like, I'm on. Yeah, she rules. I think she's great. She is. Um, she is good. I've played against her one time, and it felt really bad. I uh, did not feel good. Uh, Nightcrawler has felt fair, at least, playing against him. Yeah, Shadowcat didn't feel good. She just did whatever she wanted to. I don't. I didn't. I mean, I kind of played that game. That was more Noah playing, but it was like moving long in X Men is not something the world needed. Right. It's something it, Brad needed, but not the rest of the world. To be, it used to be that they would splash long movers just to have long yeah. movers. I think Shadowcat is the first one that you grab the first three-pointer you grab for x-men now do you play so i can't even like the question i was gonna phrase i can't even phrase because like she's just perfect under storm i was gonna say like i think this model's like kind of comparison is like what black cat was before her nerf yeah um i'm not sure she's as good as black cat was i no, think she's black cat better in x good I think she's better in X-Men, but the stagger that Black Cat gives out is still really, really good. Um, but that being in the same conversation as Black Cat, which is, I think, where Shadow Cat sits, is just insane. Yeah, because uh, there was a period of time where uh, Black Cat was probably, probably S-tier. Uh, there was a significant amount of time. Before her yeah. nerf, she was one of the three best models in the game and it was her dr voodoo and probably what hulk and uh, black hat's still really two good. stone thanos 
yeah i mean that's the i mean that's the conversation you're at you're in that s tier with yeah. um those models and um black cats um shadow cat definitely you know that comparison i mean that's a good comparison to be a part of yeah um, i don't know if she was quite in that realm just because well even what black cat still does like her nerf makes it a little bit more awkward for her with the master cat burglar being action which is what it should have always been um mm -hmm. black cat's still really really good um but shadow cat um yeah i think it's right on par with you know where she's at currently um which is still one of the better models in the game and i think i think shadow cat's tough thing is i don't know how many people are going to splash her and i think they're wrong for that yeah she's absolutely <laughs> yeah it's it's she's you should good. be splashing her but it, it's it's wrong if you're not um i do i mean i've said it multiple times now i do like the fact that the game is getting closer to a point where it seems like more people aren't splashing models and just playing all like affiliated models I I do enjoy that. I uh, that's part of what I would really want the like a part of this game. Like the best thing this game could have done is release a format that's exactly what they did, like three list format, but you have to play only affiliated listed models. Ooh, like I would much rather enjoy doing something like that. I try not to splash many models, um, so but this model is definitely a model. Like this is a model that you buy that box for. And then forget that the other model in the box is also really good. Well, we don't know what he does yet. I just assume. They've done a really good job. We haven't got a bad model in a long time. I mean, that's true. That's like, true. They're, they're pretty consistent at this point. Like, But I feel like no matter what comes like how they are in this box, like it's just not going to level up to what Shadowcat is. It, it didn't matter how good Amazing Spider-Man was. Like You bought that box because of Black Cat. Yeah. And you just owned Amazing Spider-Man because, <laughs> yeah. And then some place. of us sold Amazing Spider-Man and then won him back. Yeah, he has yeah, his place. I, now. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, because I sold him, and now I need another <laughs> one. The so if anyone's selling an Amazing Spider-Man, you know, just hit me a message. <laughs> well, uh, I I feel like we're quite up on Kitty Pride. On Shadowcat, I should say. Uh, I, I I think that there is not a tactics card that we know of yet. Uh, I'm sure that she will have one in her box. I'm uh, but sure uh, we don't know what it is. Yeah. So we'll find out. And it it can only make it better. <laughs> I, it, it, if worst case scenario, it's useless. And she just never brings it. And best case scenario... It's an amazing card. It's unfortunate. They've also done a good job with the tactics cards. We've done. We've seen a lot of um, tactics cards that are. Like I said, we usually get a fun one, a playable one, and then like a bad one. So as long as the bad one's not the only one that has her name on it, we're probably in a good spot. <laughs> I guess that it is time to give her a letter grade. Um, she probably, by the way, she Brad? probably has two tactics cards. There's one called Faithful Companion. That's probably something lucky. And then there's one called yep. Hold Still that has her on it, um, phasing into the head of a Nimrod. So that one's potentially hers as well. That could be a neutral, but yeah. All right, are we giving well, better grades? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing it to you because you've actually played her on the table. Uh, she's at least A, and I could be convinced to go to A+. I save A's for splashable characters, which we never get anymore. Uh, you can play her in almost anywhere, and she's going to shine. She's so good. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to give her an A. I think that A sounds exactly correct. She's so she hits so hard for a three pointer, and your opponent not not counting crits is so huge. It's a huge effect. Uh, Brandon, uh, I don't want to be the highest grade again. Do it. <laughs> Give her the uh, do it. Do it. Yeah, I, I think I think she's an A plus. I um, just the being able to do what I said on turn one every single game uh, is really good. That's an affiliation out affiliation. You can still do most of it. Um, it's just really really good. Uh, she does everything really good. If you want to play any kind of scenario plays, like scenario play, she's really good. She's she there's a there's a real list available now with like mystique and like enchantress and like shadow cat where you can really just mess with the opponent on everything that they're doing with like black cat and stuff um there's a a really controlly emma frost list that can be built out there in the world um and i think she's gonna be in consideration for every list um that gets built honestly especially if you're looking at splashable three-point characters like i think She's right up there with, like, I mean, the most splash three-point characters right now are Black Cat, Pyro, and probably Sam. I think she's better than Sam. I think she does more than Pyro does, and I think the argument can be made about Black Cat. I think Black Cat's still better. Um, but I think, yeah, I think she's up there. She's She's also, I don't think we touched... We covered this enough. Uh, she's one of the most mobile characters in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I hinted at it. We we definitely... Yeah, being able to do everything she wants to do is, is going to be really, really good. She can do whatever she wants. Um, and that's coming from a person who has, in one activation, tried to flip all four sword bases with Ghost Rider. So, like... <laughs> It's something you can definitely do. Um, so there are there are more mobile characters, but at three costs, you're not. The value is absolutely insane um, with Shadowcat, and she's possibly got a, a dragon token with her. So <laughs> do what you do. Do what you want with that information. All right. Well, uh, Brad, are do you have any comic books that feature Shadowcat? I sure do. Has she ever been? Has she ever even been in a comic book? Yes, yes. This is not an Umbaku situation where I literally did not find anything with that version of the character. Uh, she is mm -hmm. all over the comic books. So I have three recommendations. Uh, there is Uncanny X-Men 143. This is Chris Claremont and John Byrne. And this is a Kitty Pride solo story. Um, it's Christmas Eve, and Kitty's home alone, probably because she's Jewish. Uh, it, it's exclusively she did not want to go out and celebrate Christmas with everyone else. And uh, a demon attacks the mansion, 
while she's there, and nobody's there to save her, so she saves herself. Um, it's it's a very good single issue. You don't need to know what else is going on, but if you like the issue, read all of the Chris Claremont Uncanny X-Men issues because they're all good. Okay. Uh, it, do they usually leave students there by themselves? Uh, all the <laughs> is time. Is that something that happens the at, time, that, at the mansion? She, she is also, at this point, a full member of the X-Men. Okay. Because so she's not like a, a teenager who's left alone at the school? She absolutely is only 13. Oh, my God. <laughs> She is also the only kid there. She's... So she is a member of the X-Men okay. instead of... There's there's an issue I almost put on here. I think it's 168 where uh, the X-Men, including Kitty Pride, get back from space. And... Uh, oh my god. And... Uh, Professor X thought that they were dead. And so he created a new team of young X-Men, teenagers, uh, called the New Mutants. And they get back, and he tries to demote her onto the teen team. And uh, there's a very famous pa panel where she's, like, walking out the door and turns around and says, Professor Xavier is a jerk. Because uh, he is. That's, that's absolutely correct. Anyway. Hey, uh, I have a very important question. I have a very important question yeah. before we go on. Is Professor X the bad guy, like big time? Like, is he uh, 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 using child soldiers to forward his political gains? Um, is is, is he Coney? Are we gonna have to have uh, Professor X twenty twenty three? So that's a good point. Have you ever heard point. the saying, uh, "The road to hell is paved with good intentions"? Yes. <laughs> that sums up Professor X perfectly. I mean, he, he is a man who killed his twin in the womb because he thought she was evil. To be fair to him, she was evil. So... Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> who is he? He he has no wisdom at that time, point. He's a baby. Evil is an unborn baby. An unborn baby. Listen, like he when, just made that when assumption. You know your twin's evil. You know your twin's evil. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, she proves herself. Twenty twenty three. It's time to end him. It's uh, time to put him put him away. In in one sixty eight, she proves Get the herself. UN on it. She proves herself again and gets to stay on the X Men team instead of the New Mutants. Uh, so there's a little bonus story. That's also a good one. Uh, Kitty Pride and Wolverine. This is a mini series by Chris Claremont and Al Milgram, and uh, one of Logan's former enemies, who is dead, possesses her body, and trains her to be a ninja. And Logan has to come and try to save her, and he can't. And she saves herself again. Okay. That's that's an ongoing Kitty Pride theme. She saves herself. Kitty Pride saves herself yep. all the time. This is also where she gets the code name Shadowcat and her awesome ninja skills. Yeah. 
which being a ninja who can walk through walls makes you the best ninja ever. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> you, also, you can't be stopped. She's later also a pirate. So she is, she's that perfect Venn diagram of ninja and pirate. Oh my goodness. Um, the, pi- the pirate stuff's really good. She's your favorite character. She's, she's your favorite character in X-Men. <laughs> she used to be number two. And then I started reading the the x-men books and now one and two are way more obscure but she's definitely in my top 10 but so is nightcrawler i have a theory that nightcrawler is is in everybody's top five mutants i mean you're right i have a question now that you've said it who are one and two if they're really Uh, obscure so number one's not quite as obscure anymore um it's multiple man i love multiple Man. oh yeah yeah okay you knew that already i talk about multiple man all the time i, I did know wait that until they add up to the game and number two is <laughs> mimic but not the mimic most people know so there's a version of mimic from exiles that's from an alternate universe uh i don't i don't care for him very much the mimic of the main universe he is a complete loser he's probably bipolar um and he i just really like him okay (laughs) he's he's just interesting uh so the last the last uh suggestion here is astonishing x-men this is by joss whedon and john cassidy uh you may know joss whedon as the writer of shows like uh firefly buffy the vampire slayer dollhouse and yeah uh the first two avengers movies uh-huh. And a bunch of other movies that he script doctored for that he never got credit for. And um, it would not be an understatement to say that Joss Whedon has shaped modern pop culture. Uh, to Maybe more, more than any other single person? Modern? Yeah, probably. Like, the fact yeah. that most action movies have little jokes in them is totally mm-hmm. a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah. Uh, the amount of people who can't spell his name correctly. I mean, it is it is a weird name. But, it is a weird name. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is... Most fans like this series. There are some that that find the flaws of the series uh, to be ones that they cannot get over. But most most X-Men fans love this series. Kitty is a main character. She's very important to the story. Uh, you don't need a lot of background to read this. You just need to know that Colossus died and has been dead for a while at this point. Uh but it's 25 issues and then like an annual and oversized issue. 
Um, Kitty's maybe the bo- the main main character, like the most central character. Uh, but her biggest moments are at the end of the series, like the last arc and then the oversized issue. That's when, uh, that's when she does her big stuff. But she's important throughout. Um, if you like Emma Frost, you might like this series, or you might hate it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> okay. that's that's the sticking point for some fans, is that. Um, depending on your view of Emma Frost, uh, you'll either like it or hate it. So, Cassandra Nova shows up in this. Cyclops is pretty cool. There's some characters <laughs> that this is the first time they show up and are important to this day, like Danger. Cyclops never cool. Cyclops now you're just trying cool. to start shit. Uh, Fred, do you know who Danger is? No idea. So It's so many people's middle name. <laughs> Funny. Uh, Danger is the, uh, the AI for the Danger Room that Professor X had been enslaving for years to run uh, scenarios to train the X-Men. And Danger mm-hmm. finally breaks free and tries to kill the X-Men for real. Yeah, so uh, uh, Professor X enslaving intelligences for his own, uh, for training his child soldiers. Uh-huh, yeah. And... Artificial intelligences, <laughs> but still intelligences. Intelligences, intelligences that have enough, uh, uh, enough capacity to decide to kill everybody. What if I told you that yes. um, Cerebro... To be fair, if Professor X wanted to kill everybody, he would. <laughs> uh, what if I told you Cerebro also broke free and tried to kill the X-Men earlier? I mean, it it is absolutely par for the course. I, I, I feel the more you talk about it, the more I think that Professor X is really the problem. I think uh, it's Professor X. Every time Professor X is gone and someone else is in charge of the school, things go better. (laughs) Not surprised. They're probably not trying to forward a child soldier heavy uh, uh, political agenda. Well, Cyclops kind of did, but... Yeah, because he's yeah okay. Like Here, here's Professor another. X's... Here's okay. the, a weird thing about X Men, Fred. Wolverine and Cyclops had a big fight over what to do about the children, and Wolverine was like, "We should protect them and not make them fight." And Cyclops was the one that said, "No, we should make them fight." Isn't that backwards? <laughs> Yeah, it seems like. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. It, is. it, it, it I, I know that you've gone through this before, where the the movies kind of get them backwards from how they bit, should. Yeah. Be. But I feel like uh, 
Logan cares about the well-being of children. God, this is an insane conversation. <laughs> well, you say that, but he also had his teenage clone daughter um, on his kill squad. So does he really? Yeah. Does no. he? <laughs> no. Well, uh... Is that it for the comic book recommendations now yeah. that you've turned everyone against the X-Men? No. No, no, no. The X-Men are complicated. I never I didn't have to be turned. Uh <laughs> But you should read X-Men comics. They're very good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh Brandon, uh I'm sure that there are a lot of faction, a lot of affiliations, I should say, that can use Shadowcat to her best abilities. Tell us one that you've thought of. Um, weirdly, I think uh, I really like her in A Force. Um, the extra power just helps a lot. Um, but I also really want to play her with Emma Frost, as mentioned earlier, in more of a like control variant in a Hellfire um, Club. And Hellfire Club, which is I, kind of a cop out, but I have one. What's Go yours, Brad? I have an affiliation to play her in. Um, uh, Green Goblin. I'm listening. Green Goblin Spider Foes. I mean, so that you can force them to re-roll even more of their defense dice because they don't get crits like yeah. anytime they get a shield you so, force them to re-roll it yeah and the chances are they are not going to hit anything yeah because huh. only two she is slow results it yeah. is really funny because it is very slowly becoming that like spider foes is a very like controlling scenario based faction they where, are where they like, came out as a very bad attacking attrition faction yeah they were a bad attack faction and now they're a good scenario faction yeah it's weird <laughs> which is hilarious it's a good thing that's where i think that's a better fit for them in the game i agree all right well um i guess the the only thing that's left Ooh, is my... she's really good than inhumans too oh yeah she's real good at you want to go over it <laughs> Oh like, god! What are you I, mean, I mean, there's just a lot of. I mean, just like the long, like because and humans got really good at scenario play, um, and then just being able to kind of make sure she has. You can give her the additional power before she does anything, and their leadership allows the turn one play without um first class, of move attack place, objective. Yep. Where most of the other ones require something to happen, and humans just let you get one power. And you're in a faction that allows a lot of rerolls and inhumans, and being able to prevent it's really good. Oh, see, that's really good. And Black Bolt's just really I good just now. I just want to point out that Kitty Pride would never work for the inhumans. <laughs> I didn't, and that, I'll be real, like, that wasn't even a jab at Brad. Like, legitimately she is super good with inhumans uh, and they can also play quicksilver if you want to just play super scenario play she oh would however work for the spider foes because the ultimate universe version of kitty pride dated peter parker 
So why would that? Wait. Make so why would she work for the, the spider? Doesn't everyone hate their ex. That's fair. I mean, it's <laughs> fair. Okay. It's a decent point. I like it. I don't think. Ever, I mean, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I like it. Good point. All right. All right. Well, uh, the only thing that's left is my non sequitur recommendation. So, um, Kill Kitty Pride uh, was played by Elliot Page in the movie. Uh, so I'm going to tell people to go watch the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Good pick. Uh, this show is really like it's a it is a it, it's a bananas show. It's weird, but it's also a ton of fun. Uh, it's it 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 is very good show actually, and it just recently got picked. Uh, I think actually not recently, a couple months ago, got picked up for a fourth season. So fourth, fourth and there's another season, season coming. Fourth and final season, yes. Uh, Fred. Would you be shocked to hear that X-Men was one of the inspirations behind the Umbrella Academy? Huh. I definitely didn't pick that up. It's certainly not absolutely written all over it. <laughs> Umbrella Academy is... I haven't. I didn't see season three, but the first two seasons I thought were really enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah. I haven't watched a TV show in a long time. I'm also really behind on Lock and Key with which is a show I really, oh, really like. I've liked. read those comics. I need to watch more of that show. I have, I've seen the first season. I have The first season was really good. The comics also really good. They're this is going to sound insane to both of you. I have not watched the show. I have read the comics. What? That's wild, actually. Yeah, I have read them. They are great. <laughs> a lot of people have read them because they're Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they've got a lot. They're very, very good. They're a very good read. They are. They're, they're very, very. As good. far as season one was concerned, the story was great and the acting was above average for a Netflix inspired or a Netflix funded like TV show. So like, I I enjoyed it. I I just realized they have like three or four seasons out. Yeah. So I'm not even just like a little behind. I'm super behind. I guess I need to watch this show. This I have good. not watched it. You would definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Did it you... ain't no cube, but it's good. Did you <laughs> uh, like the comics, Fred? I did. I thought they were amazing. Then you should watch the show. Yeah. I, I have no excuse. All right. Well, uh, uh, on that note, everybody, uh, it has been great hearing from all of you. Uh, I'm going to call it a day for this week. Come back next week for another episode of Crit Head Wild, and good night. Good night.